This is Southern Tier Close-Up on News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF.com. I'm Kathy White, and this is the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. Joining me from the wild wilderness of the Waterman Center, what is it, Waterman Conservation Education Center. <laughs> How you doing, Chris Audet? Pretty good, Kathy. Believe it or not, that, that's the short form of our name. Oh, I know. Uh, but Waterman Center does just fine. Yeah, Waterman Conservation Education Center, and what else? If, if you want to use the, the legal name, that's the Fred L. Waterman okay. Conservation Education Center, Incorporated. Well, you know, it's good to get it out there. I mean, the guy founded the place and you know made it possible, so let's get his name out, right? No, it's true, and, and, and Fred was a cool guy. He was, he was the uh, last horse-mounted uh, state trooper in, in New York. Wow, that is cool. And a judge and... and farmer and he did a ton of stuff well let's talk about the waterman conservation center that uh, in, in case people are not from this area or it, it's amazing sometimes the people who have been here forever and ever and ever that don't know even though we've had you on the show a few times and we assume everybody on the planet listens to this program <laughs> they, they don't oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it, you know if, if you don't find yourself in, in the, the wilds of, of Appalachian and Owego, uh, yeah, maybe you don't know about us. Uh, but we're, we're a, a small nature center and museum. Uh, you know, we have exhibits, we, we have some live animals, um, a, a very charismatic uh, African spurred tortoise uh, named Ted. Charismatic uh, and, and tortoise don't usually go in the same sentence. You, you know, but... you. <laughs> I, for for everybody listening, I, I implore you to come out and visit. Um, you know, we're 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 open ten to four on Saturdays and and uh, nine to four uh, through the week. But um, come out, check out Ted, spend some time with him, tell him a story. He's a good listener. <laughs> uh, and, As most uh, tortoises are, you'll, you'll see, you'll see. I, he's the most charismatic <laughs> reptile I've met in my life. There's something magical about this animal. And he's not a turtle. He's a tortoise. He is a tortoise. He, is he will a be land-based. very, very insulted if you call him a turtle. Well, uh, he'll just kind of think you're misinformed. Yeah. He's, he's, he's tolerant. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love having you on. <laughs> Last time we were talking about getting matching tattoos, but that's a whole other story. Oh, yeah. We never did that. We, we have to... All right. We'll, we'll talk after. <laughs> yeah. Well, for people that don't know where the Waterman Center is, it's 403 Hilton Road. So uh, H-I-L-T-O-N Road. So you can Google Earth it and find <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Google brings you right here. Um, and, and if you want to go the extra step, just visit watermancenter.org. Um Tons of information about us and uh, directions to all of our different sites because we we have our our interpretive center and museum on 403 Hilton Road in Appalachian. Right. But there are five other trail systems sprinkled throughout the Southern Tier, which blows my mind because I mean I was just familiar with the the base location and it just you guys just blossomed. Excuse the pun. Um, over the like years it. to to so many different locations and so many different, actually really different habitats and, and environments when you're talking about these different locations. Yeah, you, you, unique environmental, but also cultural sites in our region. You know, we, we were uh, you know, honored to be entrusted with managing the IBM Glen, you know. Very popular um, place. 
Hiawatha Island, the, the, the biggest island in the Susquehanna River in New York State, um, is one of our nature preserves. The, the, the tricky thing is getting there. Right. <laughs> um, but the river levels kayaker, can get low, newer, but still, it's not recommended. No, I, 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 I implore people to, to not try to swim there. Right. Uh, it's a okay. bad idea. Bad idea. <sighs> Uh, but um, let's talk about some of the stuff that you've got going on coming up, because I, I, when I got really excited when you guys contacted us with a schedule of some of the things that were, were coming up, because that is, to me, a sure sign of spring, a chance to get outside, a chance to enjoy a mud season in the Twin Tiers. Uh, but there's so many cool stuff that you guys are getting started and getting really underway um, in, in the spring season. We're, we're ready to roll. Yes. Absolutely. You know, actually, you, you bring up mud season. I'm, I'm, I'm in the works uh, of um, trying to plan a, a open event at the Waterman Center for International Mud Day. Oh! <laughs> we don't have it set in uh, stone. Or mud. <laughs> in, in sediment. <laughs> uh, but uh, it would be on June 29th. And uh, keep keep. Keep a lookout for that and, and, and things like, my, my God, Kathy, we're going to be so busy this year. Uh, would salamanders, there, there are a ton of walks. Would salamanders, be, would salamanders be involved in that by any chance? For, for Mud Day, you, you might come across a couple. Okay. <laughs> Just... maybe, maybe, maybe some uh, late emergers from, uh, from their, their estivation. That's a, a kind of akin to hibernation, oh. for people that don't know the word. Um, we have, we have salamanders up here. Uh, that time of year, you actually see a lot of what's called a red eft. It's an immature stage. Um, and, and they're cool because they're, they're bright. You can see them. They, they're relatively slow moving, so you can get a chance to really watch them. And I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Flashy, but slow, but That's the, There you go. That's me to a T. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are. I can't believe that we're we're already progressing through mid March already. Uh, what have you guys got that is coming up right in the you know immediate future? Well, immediately. I mean, if you want to talk immediately, depending on on, on when you're tuning into this, on Saturday, March nineteenth uh, at one p.m., we have a, a presentation at the Interpretive Center in in Applake and called Three Wise Woodsmen. Um, and it'll be an interesting discussion of, of, of three individuals that have uh, you know, spent their, their careers enjoying studying and, 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 and working in, in woodlands. And they're going to talk about, you know, threats to our forests, uh, kind of peculiar things about the way trees grow, and, and they have lots of cool stories. Um, so if you're looking for something to do this afternoon, potentially, uh, come out Saturday, March 19th, 1 p.m., um, and uh, have some fun at the Interpretive Center. But uh, after that, the, the next big things that are coming up uh, with, with, you know, some, some walks and things interspersed, I, I always uh, suggest that people follow us on Facebook and, and keep an eye on our website. Well, I noticed but, coming um, up in mid-April, um, here's a name that people that are from this area are quite familiar with, Rick Marcy. Yes. So Rick's, uh, Rick has a new boat, uh, new boat, maybe has a new boat, is the <laughs> new book that he's promoting. Uh, it's called For the Love of Wetlands, and that is a topic near and dear to my heart. 
It is a beautiful volume. It's uh, done in, in the format of a field journal. I think we still have a couple of signed copies in our nature shop right now, but those are going fast. I, I think on, on the day of the event, he'll probably be selling and signing copies. But like a lot of his books, there, there are beautiful photographs, there are beautiful uh, illustrations, uh, and, and lots of excellent information. And Rick's a great speaker. So he'll be talking about how how he uh, arrived at the idea of this book and, and all the work that went into it. That journey is always interesting. So that will be April 16th. Well, the thing is with wetlands, uh, people... I mean, growing up, it was just, you know, the marshy spot, and it was pretty much a throwaway. And as you get older and you start to hear more, especially now that there's people are a little more tuned in with all the talk about uh, the environment and, and climate change and things like that, and I think people are more tuned into your precipitation levels and water tables and this and that and the other thing. I think that, that maybe people have a, a greater appreciation that it's not – it's not a garbage land. It's it's really an important part of of the the environment around us, and we really should be concerned to what happens to it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, since the the, the advent of, of of Earth Day and and, and the environmental environmentalism uh, movement in the seventies, um, yeah, wetlands have have become uh, to the forefront, and and people really appreciate their. Yeah, you know, their water storage and their filtration and and all of the, you know the habitat, all the essential functions that they uh, provide for us. And and you know, getting back to Rick Marcy, uh, one one very interesting waterman site uh, is called the Applican Marsh, and and his mother Harriet was uh, pivotal in uh, <laughs> haranguing and, and harassing uh, the uh, the DOT to to not put 17 through that marsh that's that part that you can see that there's like like looks like birdhouses and and some area in between the like 434 and route 17 yep yep as you're just approaching Owego, where where the two lanes kind of abruptly split apart and there's that beautiful little jewel of a wetland in there Huh. Yeah, that's that's in a large part thanks to Harriet. That's amazing to me that that can thrive. I mean, I've seen ducks in there and everything, but it, it's amazing to me that that can thrive when I would think that things like the runoff from the road salt and things would really bother that habitat and oil from the cars and trucks and all that kind of guck. Well, two two points there. Um, a, that would be a really interesting long term study uh, and and you know do some some comparison, but. Uh, B, it's just testament to the capacity of these systems to, to filter contaminants. Hmm. Granted, <laughs> I'm not going to say it's good that stuff's going in there. But, well, well it, it, um, yeah, what are you going to do? Exactly. It's reality. And, and what it really serves as is, is a, a stopping point in the corridor, especially for, for you know, mag- migratory birds and, and, and that kind of thing. It's it's really an oasis. Well, another thing that we, I want, we're past the halfway point already, uh, I don't want to even though it's a ways out, I, I don't want to leave out your my favorite bonding <laughs> subject. We love the raptors. We love the hawks and the eagles and the vultures. And the raptor project is back. It's back. Thank goodness, Mike. Uh, our, uh, our, our, our favorite presenter um, in, in terms of uh, being a falconer and an expert on uh, birds of prey, Jonathan Wood, will be back this year on uh, May 7th. We will have shows at 
10 in the morning, noon, and 2 in the afternoon. The, the 10 o'clock slot is already selling fast. Uh, wow. if, you, if you would prefer to get out here in the morning, uh, you, you get on the phone, 607-625-2221, uh, and, and you buy your tickets, or you can purchase them off of our website. Uh, if you go to watermancenter.org, you are smacked in the face immediately with Save the Date for the Raptor Project. Um, and, and you have opportunities to buy tickets there as well. It will take limited walk-ins for the 2 o'clock show, but, but the price is going to be $5 more. But no, it's, it's, it's great. It's a relatively small room, and what that gives you is, is well, while Jonathan is showing off these birds and, and explaining their natural history and, and their biology and interesting points, he's also flying them <laughs> in the room free and right above your head so you literally feel the breeze yeah, yeah. his wingspans on even the smallest ones are, are it's bigger than a parakeet let's put it that way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah we're, we're, we're talking about two and a half three feet yeah. for the smallest ones yeah um yeah he has interesting types of of um owls uh, I, I believe he'll have Uncle Sam that's been certified as the most famous bald eagle in the country as a specimen. And he usually has a, a, a gear falcon, just really, really cool birds that in the wild obtain incredible speed. I, I mean, I really just, there, there's something a little bit scary about him. I think that's part of the attraction. <laughs> it is. It is. You you, you look into their eyes and, and they're, they're, there's something ancient there. And powerful. Uh, something unreadable, and they're just awesome. We are quickly, seriously running out of time. Um, I wanted to mention that you guys will be taking registrations and sign-ups for summer camps, but we need you to just check your website for when all that stuff is going to be going up, right? Yes, under the Programs tab, registrations are, are either already going to be open or, or will be open very soon. The Waterman Explore program is open to anybody who's interested, and, and there are three age groups, and each week is dedicated to that age group. If you happen to with, live within the bounds of the town of Owego, which includes parts of Appalachian, parts of Endicott, then you're eligible for Owego Forest Camp, which is a free recreation-based camp. So explore our website accordingly and, and then click on the link for that interest form. And that is watermancenter.org. Correct. Not watermins. <laughs> uh, that's a mistake that people often make. Watermen, singular, center, dot org. Well, thank you for being my guest. This has been the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. Views expressed here do not necessarily reflect those of this station, its staff, management, or news department. Comments can be submitted to the Southern Tier Close-Up, care of the Town Square Radio Group, P.O. Box 414, Binghamton, New York, 13902. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. I'm Kathy White for the Southern Tier Close-Up. As a parent, 